This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bradley Show with three things we think that you need to hear to be in the know today on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we call those three things the three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're gonna be talking about three things. It's the magic number. Last night on uh, Jimmy Fallon, they waxed seriously nostalgic when uh, Will Smith was a guest. The two of them broke into what they were calling the history of TV theme songs. And the crowd really went wild, Bradley, when this happened. that he remembered all the words i would like to point out he forgot a verse entirely which was mildly upsetting um were you like a fresh prince of bel-air fan oh yes oh god i don't think i've seen one episode really literally wow my mom can even do the entire theme song yeah. They missed the whole part about wow. West Philadelphia. Yeah. In born and raised. West Philadelphia. Born, born and raised. On the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the pool when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with Auntie and Uncle in Bel Air. Are you done? Uh, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Oh, y'all. I cried this morning when I saw this. I did. I got a little teary-eyed when I saw the new trailer for the Mr. Rogers documentary that's coming out. Uh, It doesn't come out until June. It'll premiere June 8th, but it's called Won't You Be My Neighbor? And this is part of the official trailer from that, where you really learn more about Mr. Rogers and and what the climate was like at the time, especially in television, and how he did so much different in order to appeal to kids. A television program for children made its unauspicious debut on station WQED in Pittsburgh. Its host, Fred Rogers. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I want to tell you something. What would you like to tell I like you. I like you, my dear. Thank you very much for telling me that. 
can take all of the elements that make good television and do the exact opposite. You have Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Low production values, simple set, unlikely star. Yet, it worked. Hello. I've always felt that I didn't need to put on a funny hat or jump through the hoop to have a relationship with a child. He was always trying to get a message across in every show. Okay. A week on death. It is like the whole trailer is about two minutes and 39 seconds. And you learn from listening to it that what the world is lacking right now is Mr. Rogers. And that's exactly who we need. He's um, kind of a wonderful story. And I'm glad that he finally, you know, people will get to appreciate it. I feel like there's a whole generation or two now who have no idea what. Mr. Rogers is much less what he represents. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm happy that there's finally going to be someone telling that story. Yeah, it really, it looks like it's going to be a really touching documentary. And I look forward to it. And again, I think we mentioned this yesterday when we were, for some reason, did Mr. Rogers come up yesterday? I feel like he did on the show because, or maybe the day before, but because I remember mentioning within the last 48 hours that my kids would not be able to, it's just not, it doesn't appeal to the children of today in the same way because it's not as fast moving. Yeah. But the messaging in it, there's nothing that's giving that same messaging. We were talking about it on the air because you were saying that your favorite thing was those little mini um, videos that he did about how things were made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Um, speaking of television uh, classics, Roseanne is just about to make its way back to television, the reboot with Roseanne Barr. She, Roseanne was on uh, last night with John Goodman, a.k.a. Uh, Dan and Roseanne. They uh, were on their literal couch. Like if you got to see this clip, they're sitting on the couch, of course, from the iconic television show that, um, you know, is coming back to television. Jimmy talked to them, and I thought we would play uh, the first chunk of this. So what you're going to hear is a bit of the new show, followed by a little bit of Dana Roseanne on the couch with Jimmy. What happened to the rest of our candy? <laughs> Funny story. Our insurance don't cover what it used to, so I got half the drugs for twice the price. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Well, tradesies. I'll trade you five of my statins for five of your anti-inflammatories, and I'll sweep the pot by throwing in a couple of blood pressures. Did you get the pain pills for my bad knee? Wouldn't be the candy man without the sunshine, babe. There it is. It's the real house. It's still there. When you walked onto the set, did you guys, was that an emotional experience, seeing that set for the first time in so long? Uh, I, it, I can't. I've looked for the words for it, and I just can't find them. It's, it's weirder than deja vu. It's like we took a, a two-week break and came back after 20 years. It like, just like yeah, that. But was I was just... so much older. Yeah. <laughs> During that it time. It was just like no time. It was like a wormhole or something. It's been 20 Thanks. years, right? Uh-huh. You ran for president during that time yeah i mean you and by the way i do want to say you were kind of the original crazy tweeter right? <laughs> yeah trump totally stole my he app. stole that totally. from you. so yeah. that's roseanne on the couch with john goodman and jimmy kimmel last night and they discussed uh you know the reboot for the series which this this interview just made me and there's i'll post on the website there's like a six minute chunk that you can watch 
Um, it just got me really excited for the reboot because, you know, as much as I've been hesitant about how political this particular um, reboot is going to be, because she's been very open in saying that she thinks her character supported a particular candidate in the last presidential election, which, you know, seemingly could cause some some people to get, you know, up in arms or, you know, feel turned off by um, the reboot. The way she talks to Jimmy about this, you know, the thing about Roseanne is she's just going to tell you how she feels. Mm hmm. But she's not she's not incredibly mean about it in a way that she at least on TV in the way that she has been, you know, on Twitter, she's just sitting on Twitter being obnoxious. Mm -hmm. So it gave me some hope. And she really just said, look, here's the thing in my family. People are, you know, have like one side of the family is on this political spectrum, end of the spectrum. And then my other uh, the other part of my family is on this side of the spectrum. And that represents a lot of families. And Mm -hmm. so we talk about that on the show. And I think that, um, you know, I'm actually more excited now to watch the show because one of my biggest concerns, I think we talked about this previously, was that there would be maybe a lot of just political divisiveness in a way that I don't know that we're really like comfortable with at this point. We just want to watch TV and have mm-hmm. fun. But I think the way they present it might actually be, you know, mm, not as put off. It actually could be exactly what the world needs right now, which is a, an example of people working through those sort of different viewpoints and how do they go about their daily life. I'll tell you just hearing that one snippet of, of um, Roseanne and John Goodman playing Dan, I you for I forgot how wonderful their chemistry was, and that's one of the things that made that show work so well is the playful chemistry between the two of them. It, they were so believable as their characters and as a couple and as a family, as parents of a fa- of the their children. It really, I, I am excited too. Is that that's this weekend, right? Uh, it's the 20, oh, I think it's not the weekend, right? It's the 27th. I think that's oh, next week. Next, yeah, it's next week then. Yeah. yeah, it's so it's coming up quick. Well, that'll be something fun to look forward to. Um, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that reboot now. Uh, it's Tuesday. Yeah, okay, Tuesday. Set your DVRs or your VCRs, you know, like you did the first time around. Just kidding. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Elizabeth Reese is bringing the dirt alert. All the dirt straight from Hollywood on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Hi, Elizabeth Reese. Well, hello, friends. Happy Friday. Nice Happy to be with Friday you today. Indeed. Hey, there's a baby on the way. Wait, what home. are you? Are you? Is this more news? Not for me. Okay. No. Although I did get to hold the cutest set of twins yesterday, oh. Colleen. I thought of you because mm. I was at um, I was in Apple Valley for our big Twin Cities Live in your town. We were celebrating Apple Valley, yeah. and this which is your woman, town, which is my town. And this woman brought her five month old twin girls, and I just could not even mm. stand oh, it. Babies. I held one in each arm, and I was like, oh, oh, it's the best. Love this so much, but still so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a baby on the way. I think just one baby. For Stanley Tucci and Felicity Blunt. Okay. And this is like his, what, fifth, sixth? Um, I, gosh. It's his fifth, their second together. Together, yep. So he's 57 
And they have a three-year-old son named Mateo. He's the father of three children with his wife, Kate, who passed away. Mm -hmm. And then he found love again with Felicity Blunt, who's Emily Blunt's sister. That, to me, is like the headline of that. I did not realize that that he was married to her sister. And And is she an actress? What is she? I think so. Okay. She's got like full cute tummy. It's just really adorable. So there you go. They were out and about in New York, um, stepping out to see this film, Final Portrait with Stanley Tucci wrote and directed. And then everybody on the red carpet were like, wait a second. Felicity is clearly having a baby. And it's not like one of those things where it looks like a burrito. Yeah. Like she's wearing a wrap dress. Yeah. She's fully yeah. pregnant. She's fully about to give the birth. So congratulations to them. Oh, that was cool. Speaking of baby news, Meghan Markle just dropped her own major royal baby hint. That's the headline today. So they, uh, she and Harry are touring the campus of Northern Ireland's Next Generation Science Park. That's what they did today. They met a husband and wife team who make innovative and hypoallergenic baby products. Uh And then Megan said she pointed at the products and said, I'm sure at some point we'll need the whole thing. Okay, then. Hopefully they're, you know, working on that after the wedding. And the royals get a little... Yeah, Picky about, about that. things like that. Well, plus you don't want to be pregnant at your wedding, guys. I mean, if you can help it, because you want to be able to have cocktails and have mm-hmm. fun and like look great in the dress. You always look great when you're pregnant too. But it's that beginning, guys, is a yeah. right, right, rough, dicey go. Usually, when you're a young girl dreaming about your wedding day, you're not nine months pregnant in the dream. Remember when Bethany Frankel was so pregnant when she married. Um, what's his name? Jason Hoppy, and they did a whole reality show on it, and then how that ended so badly. I she don't was even remember that. So pregnant, that and she had to pee all the time, and she oh. um, had the everyone had to help her pull up her dress, and she went to the bathroom in a bucket. Okay, wow. Wow. Class also, <laughs> that you had me. I just had forgotten about the process of using the restroom with a wedding dress on. It's terrible. I forgot about that. I know. I didn't drink anything on my wedding day for that reason. I do like the idea of people when they get married. And I've had, um, I I guess none of my friends have done this, but I remember my aunt did this at her wedding where she wore like this lace mini dress and then had a big ball skirt around it Ah. so that it looked like a full dress. It was so great. And that was for the wedding and for the like dinner part. And then when the dance part happened, she could take the skirt part off and it was this full smart like long sleeve cute white lace mini dress it was so fantastic that's That's smart i I like that i like that idea too so anyway megan if you're listening maybe you want to consider doing that but i'm sure they will have a baby like asap i mean she's what 36 i mean this is what happens guys yeah newsflash oh my gosh if you want a little hairy baby oh this is gonna be so cute a little ginger Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. colleen were you like pro or con having ginger babies I had a friend in high school mm. who thought that she was a redhead and she never wanted a ginger baby. I didn't. Because I didn't she want one. Didn't like the idea of them getting teased. Yeah, I didn't want. I didn't want a redheaded baby, and what I really didn't want was a redheaded boy. And I. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Got a redheaded boy and he's the best. <laughs> See? And so he'll he'll survive. He'll be great. Yeah, he he'll be, will be. Uh, he'll be tougher for it. I think it's different now, though. I think people respect the redhead more. I don't know. I hope so. I'll have to ask him. You should. (laughs) Uh, Katie Lee got engaged. Now, if you don't know who she is, she's on the Food Network. What's interesting about her is that she was like, I don't know, like a college student when she happened to meet Billy Joel and they fell in love and got married and they were married for like five minutes Mm -hmm. and then they split up and then she has continued on to have this like pretty successful food career. She was also the first season host of Top Chef on Bravo. Yeah, I remember. so brutally awful. She had no personality. They booted her and they brought in Padma Lakshmi who's continued on and been a great host of the show. Um, But Katie Lee hosts a show on the Food Network called The Kitchen now and she's engaged uh, to a guy named Ryan Beagle. He popped the question during a romantic getaway to Paris this week she's 36 years old she says hmm. we said yes and um i don't know what he does oh my gosh you guys abs i know that because i were, saw the pictures on the daily mail she and billy joel were married for six years Yeah, i was gonna say they were married for a oh, while it wasn't that short. yeah it was a while i was wrong yeah they um they split in 2010 and then in 2013 she was briefly linked to actor will arnett Mm. How's that for? That's interesting. interesting. That would have been right around the time that he divorced Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler, which is still like the saddest. Also weird. You go from a personality like Amy Poehler to watching paint dry. Not you see what I mean? Personality. That's yeah. a, interesting. She's also, she's also one of those people that and I forgive me, but this just kind of kills me. These these like food people who are like, oh my gosh, all I want to do is like, I eat cake all the time and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's like it's so clear that you're not Giada eating de cake. Right. Yeah, Just you're like, not you eating cake all the time. Like, yeah, you're like, you chew it up and then you spit it out. I know. I know. You're like, there's just no way that you're eating that much pasta. It's impossible, mm-hmm. right? It's impossible. <laughs> or if it, thank you. And if it is possible, like, why isn't it possible for me? <sighs> I know. Speaking of engagements. Paris Hilton lost her $2 million engagement ring while what? partying at a huge Miami club. Whoa. She does not have good luck with jewelry. Yeah. No, or husbands or fiancés. Yeah. Or life. She, that's true. She had security scour the venue until they finally found it. Guess where it was, you guys? It was in an ice bucket at another <gasps> VIP table. Oh, my gosh. That's disgusting. On so many levels. It's an enormous 20 carat diamond yes. engagement ring. It's two million dollars. somebody steal dollars. it and then try to hide it and in the bucket? And think it was hilarious to they, do that? I guess Paris, they're saying Paris was dancing with her hands in the air and then the ring flew off. Oh. So it wasn't like somebody tried to grab it from her. I was thinking she was helping herself to ice Maybe. from the ice bucket with her hand. She was panicked. The venue was packed and very dark. It was crazy in there. And so then security started an exhaustive search of the VIP area with torches. Wow. I think they, that, is that a British tabloid you're reading? Because be. that's like I'm British for page flashlight. Six, but I just think it's funny. Yeah. Let's just imagine that it's, that it's torches. Light the torch. Yeah, she was in the UK, so maybe they call it torches. But I think it's the flashlight app on your phone. But it's better to envision torches, like, torches in Old the movie school. Shrek. Yes. You know, 
like going through the cavernous like caves, thunderous looking for bouncers stomping <laughs> around, being like, "Me look for diamonds." <laughs> also, can I just say this is one reason why I like for my wedding ring to be a little tight on the finger. Mm-hmm. You know also, what I mean? You don't you want have, to fling your hand and say bye bye to it. How expensive is that ring? Two million. Yeah, if you have a two million dollar engagement ring, I would encourage you to go get a paste uh, copy mm-hmm. and wear that out. It's right. just a dumb thing. I mean, especially after the whole Kim Kardashian thing, right? With getting her ring stolen. I mean, what an idiotic move. Yeah, but then Paris Hilton, she can't leave it at home because remember, yeah, you well, know. I mean, if she That's put it true. like you know in a safe, I think she'd be better off. Safe, yeah. Stressful. Yeah, I just don't know. That, I don't understand wearing that much on your body anyway. Personally, I, think, I know, and it's again, it's the thing of like if you can afford a really amazing ring. Get like a two hundred thousand dollar ring, and then figure out something great to do with the rest of the yeah. two million. Because yeah. the two hundred thousand dollar ring you. will still be really, really impressive, and then you can feel like you haven't sold your soul to Satan. Yeah, yeah, and then you can buy like. But I'm not a judging. Boat. Yeah, she can buy anything, or you could build a school. You know, whatever. Like, look at you trying you, to be you, all you do good. you. I know, guys. It just stresses me out. I feel like there should be a little bit of a threshold for some people. Pink postponed her Montreal concert due to the flu. You know, again? she was sick here. Chick yeah, has been this family has been hit over and over she again. She just says that she. I am absolutely gutted to announce that tomorrow's show that would be today would be postponed. I will be back to perform for you all. She says our entire family has been battling this awful virus and flu for two weeks now, and I've battled my way through these shows because postponing sucks. She's hmm. been trying to do everything she can to avoid it, but you know, like kids are little germ factories, yeah. guys. Well, and if you don't take time off, it's just going to make you worse. You can never get better. So feel better, Pink. We love you. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. We love you. Her next Dirt Alert is at 520, and you can always see her on Twin Cities Live at 3 o'clock on 5 Eyewitness News. We need a caller for our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And we call it the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? And what are they playing for? Oh. oh. Well, here's the thing. We uh, we had a little technical difficulty and we have uh, misplaced our caller. So 651-641-1071. The first person to call in will be the one who plays the 30-second pop culture challenge where we give you five questions hey. and you have 30 seconds to answer them. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize. While we're waiting for that call to come in, yeah. I have to give an alert to alert. the audience. Um, have you heard of a thing called Movie Pass? Yes, you have this thing. Any theater, any movie, any day, with a few restrictions. Uh, you know, um, I bought that thing for, uh, it's like a year's membership, and you can literally go to any theater for the most part, not the smaller ones, uh, but the big chains. And you can see like one movie a day, all year long, for your annual membership. Yeah. Well, now, they have lowered the price even more. Movie Pass is now 6 95 a month as in six dollars and 95 cents yeah. so if you go to moviepass.com you can that's take advantage insane. of that and that's the lowest price ever and that literally means you can see a movie a day for an entire year that's crazy at 695 a month slash amazing okay uh we do have a caller to play the 30 second pop culture challenge it's kelly and what's kelly playing for halls kelly's playing for a my talk 1071 coffee tumbler <clears throat> hi kelly uh, the timer will begin after i ask the first question are you ready I'm ready. Okay, here we go. 
Who is the Fresh Prince of the hip hop duo DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? Will Smith. What is the name of the dog on Family Guy? Uh, Pass. Celine Dion is from what country? Uh, Australia. Nope. <laughs> uh, France. Nope. I have no pass. It's no clue. The character Dumbo is what kind of animal? Uh, elephant. What is the name of George Clooney's tequila brand? Oh, <laughs> I'm terrible at this. What is the... Oh, Kelly, Kelly, so sorry. sorry. Thanks for playing. You can play again on Monday. We play that every weekday on the Colleen and Bradley show at 1230. Let's go through the answers she did not get. Okay, what is the name of the dog on Family Guy? Brian. Celine Dion is from what country? Canada. Canada. And, uh, well, she did not get the uh, name of George Clooney's tequila brand. Casamigos. Right? Yeah, yes. that's it. Okay. All right. Now, uh, as at the completion of the 30-second pop culture challenge, we make a shift over to solving mysteries, and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has selected and brought to us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item today from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with an A-list director and his A-list ex. Mm. An A-list director and his A-list ex. Here we go. This A-list director is trying to throw his A-list ex under the bus because he blames her drinking for their most, most recent movie together being a bomb. He thinks it was all her fault. Ready? Darren Aronofsky and Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. And. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to fill in the blanks right now. Darren Aronofsky is trying to throw his ex, Jennifer Lawrence, under the bus because he blames her drinking for their most recent movie together being a bomb, that movie being Mother. He thinks it was all her fault. Okay, oh, so I that's so interesting. Is this confirmed or is this unconfirmed? This is an unconfirmed blind item. Because the headline I saw this morning and the reason why they were top of mind to me was because I saw a headline where Darren Aronofsky said of Jennifer Lawrence, she apparently injured herself, um, injured her hip, yeah. I believe, on that on that movie. And he basically like threw her under the bus and all, uh, he said... It's her fault. She was overacting and lost control of herself. Yeah. And he said that she was method, which Jennifer Lawrence has never been known to be a method actor, meaning that they truly act out the character 24-7. Right. So that's fascinating. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of silly to think that one person is responsible for your movie tanking. But I I understand uh, the desire of somebody to blame one person mm. when he it, he clearly has uh, other beefs with her. Well, yeah, yeah, it's far less to do with the movie, right? It's all about her. Next blind all item. Right. We have an A-list, mostly movie actor and his ex. So another relationship blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This is unconfirmed, so we have to speculate about this blind item again. An A-list, mostly movie actor. And his ex. Apparently, this A-list mostly movie actor who is a superhero is not concerned about what his now ex, who also used to be an ex, is going to spill about his crazy sex life and living arrangements. Even as much as she wanted to be with him, the actress just couldn't handle it any longer. 
She's a talker, though, so I hope she didn't sign anything. Okay. Okay, I'm so confused. Me the, too. An ex who was also an ex? Well, what does think that about that. So I'm the wondering if... The ex-girlfriend yep, of was, a person who mm-hmm. used to also be an, an ex-girlfriend girlfriend. of that person, meaning they've dipped back into the well a couple of okay. times. Um, who did... Uh, we just had a conversation about this yesterday. Is it Chris Pine and... No? Yes? Uh, no? Henry Cavill? Okay, forget it. I'm done now. Uh, no, so, you were on the right path. Oh, was I? Okay. Think of a different Chris. Ah, Chris, Chris Evans. Oh, Evans? and what's oh, yeah. her name? Slate. Jenny Slate. Thank you. That's okay. I get Evans and Pines mixed up. I was thinking about that news from yesterday that, that Chris Evans and Jenny Slate had broken up. Okay, so let's yeah. fill in that blank again. All right. Apparently, Chris Evans is not concerned about what Jenny Slate is going to spill about his crazy sex life and living arrangements. Even as much as Jenny wanted to be with him, she just couldn't handle it any longer. Jenny's a talker, though, so I hope she didn't sign anything. Mm. Interesting. Okay, that makes me want to know more. Yes. Do you know what? The only thing that, like, if I say this, you'll know this reference. Do you remember Marcel the Shell with shoes on? That cute little... Mm -hmm. That was her voice. That was her creation. Mm, interesting. I know. But Random. she's also in, I mean, she's been in other TV shows and movies and that kind of thing. All right. Moving on yes. to our next blind item. Yeah. This A minus B plus list actress is who we have to talk about in our next blind item. This is unconfirmed again from crazydaysandnights.net. This A minus list B plus list actress singer, who all of you know is on vacation right now. It was supposed to be with her boyfriend, but he bailed once his wife found out about the affair he was having with the actress-singer. Our actress-singer had no idea. She has the worst radar when it comes to picking guys. Do you have an idea? An actress-singer. Yes, who is on vacation right now. Now, she has been sharing photographs. The only person I can think of that I am thinking of that's on vacation right now is Selena Gomez. Uh, No. Um, actress, singer, like how old are we talking? Maybe late 20s, early 30s. Okay, so she's young. Actress, singer. Yes, and she has been sharing photographs of herself on vacation. I think the Daily Mail published some of these yesterday. Mm. Oh God, I am like batting I know. zero Why today. Can I she not? is very famous for a television role in which she acted and oh. she sang. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Uh. Oh, damn. <laughs> no close think network television think a show that was very popular about uh, glee yeah would it be leah michelle yeah oh, oh yes gosh i haven't she thought of her in forever picking skills yeah, yeah leah okay. michelle currently on vacation in hawaii she's showing off bikini pictures on the daily mail so let's fill in the blank okay leah michelle is on vacation right now in hawaii he was supposed to be with her boyfriend, but he bailed once his wife found out about the affair he was having with Leah Michelle. She had no idea. She has the worst radar when it comes to picking guys. She had no idea he was married. No idea wow. she, that he was married. Okay. According also, to this. Did you see that there is a headline? Leah Michelle reacts to viral illiteracy conspiracy theory. Apparently what? there's some conspiracy theory that she can't read. Um, yeah. Really? Okay, that's interesting. Super fans Jay Hunt and Robert Ackerman filmed a Facebook Live video with, quote, evidence claiming Leah cannot read, though they reportedly made it with love and in the spirit of fun. 
and it recently gained traction on social media. Can Leah has responded by reading the tweet and then writing her own response. Okay. Can we also talk about her? She's doing something. She, well, she's she's having... She is not fully on planet Earth. I, I don't know that she is. But she's, for obvious reasons. I think she is a broken person. Yeah. And, and she's had life's been real rough. Yeah, she's had some challenges in the last few years. Um, but yeah, we're seeing a lot of her. And um, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Holly, for those delicious uh, blind items. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show every Friday, we like to check in with our Google Trends expert to see what you all have been Googling all week long. And we will do just that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All week long on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. And uh, on Fridays, we like to see what you've been Googling all week long. And we do that by checking in with our Google Trends expert. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. Welcome to the show, Molly Vandenberg. How are you? I'm doing really well, Colleen and Bradley. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here. Now, one of the things that people were Googling all week long was Cynthia Nixon. Yes, very interesting. For me, anytime I see a name like this crop up, I always wonder why. And with this one, it was one that I didn't expect, and I don't think a lot of people did either. She actually announced her bid for governor of New York on Monday, and so a lot of people were looking into that. Well, and I imagine a lot of people were also Googling to find out what her actual positions are, what party she is a part of, and why on earth she decided to throw her head into politics. Definitely, and she's never ran for an elected office before, but has been known as a political activist, particularly as an outspoken supporter for LGBTQ rights and public education, so people expect that to be part of her platform and do expect her to be slightly more progressive than her her opponent, Governor Andrew Cuomo. So we'll see how that all plays out. But then the other thing that people were looking for in related to Cynthia Nixon and politics were if she's related to Richard Nixon. I had wondered the same thing. Yes, she is not. But that is something that we definitely saw a trend. That's interesting. Um, So in addition to Cynthia Nixon, a name that a lot of people probably are very familiar with, but maybe not so sure why this person was trending this week, Sir Ringo Starr. Yes. And as you said, a lot of people are very familiar as the famous drummer of the Beatles. But this week was trending because the Sir has officially gotten appended to his name. He was knighted. And... People wanted to check out the results of the ceremony, see interviews with him, and it was a big moment for Ringo. So we're all very excited. You know, one of the things that, and I actually, I don't actually know the answer to this, kind of embarrassingly, how does somebody get chosen to be knighted? Yeah, you know, this is a question that I had as well, or kind of what does it mean to be a knight and how does this all work? And so the knight of the British Empire, or the KBE distinction, is actually the second highest rank within the order of the British Empire. And people are honored with different distinctions based on their impact. And they decide, you know, in various areas of culture, of different topics across our society, 
you know, who's made significant contributions. And all of the Beatles were actually honored with the member of the British Empire distinction 53 years ago. Huh. And that's a slightly lower ranking. So, you know, now that that impact has really proven to last, I think that that's how they arrived at the decision. Like, yes, we're going to go knighthood here. So Ringo was promoted. Full knight. And also, also, I was sort of shocked to learn that his real name isn't Ringo Starr. That is correct. He was knighted under his real name of Richard Starkey. And any time that we have one of these discrepancies between the kind of iconic name and the real name, people definitely look that up as well. That's so oh, interesting. Sure. All right. I can only imagine the the big reason why Ben Affleck was uh, trending oh, this week. Big, being the big and word. ugly. Big indeed. And people have varying opinions on the degree of ugliness, but he was trending because of his giant bat tattoo that depicts a very colorful phoenix rising from the ashes. And back in 2015, he had actually said that the tattoo was fake and for a movie, but, you know, pictures of it are back and it is very much real. That's so funny. Yeah, no, it certainly is. I don't, So were people, you know, were, were, were people looking to find that original interview from 2015 where he said it was fake? Because I had not remembered that, but the internet always remembers. <laughs> the internet never forgets. Uh-huh. And I would say that people were not necessarily looking for the interview in particular, but the top trending question related to this was, is Ben Affleck's tattoo real? So I think that a lot of those results probably called back to that original interview as people tried to figure this out. And more so than that, mainly what was interesting about this is that everyone has their own opinion. And they even caught up with uh, some of his exes to kind of talk about what they think about it. Jennifer Lopez said that it was awful and she would tell him that and that it was too colorful. Jennifer Garner says that what they would say in her hometown about it is bless his heart. So um, (laughs) not too many people in favor. The good news is he can't see it all the time, so he doesn't have to look at it and be embarrassed all the time it's just everybody else is are the victims of God, his tattoo so big. <laughs> molly thank you so much for joining us thanks molly thank you as always for having me it was such a pleasure and have a great weekend you, you too. too we'll talk to you next week now listen i don't know about you bradley but i have a pretty good feeling about one of the things that will likely be trending next week because it's certainly going to be one of the biggest things of the weekend i'm wondering if stormy daniels won't be one of the trending items at the end of the week next week. You're wondering if? I mean, I'm not. I mean, I would bet money, actually. And it would it would be, uh, you know, it'd be dumb for anybody to bet money because it most certainly will be one of the trending topics next week. Right. And it is. And because it's going to be one of the trending topics next week, and it's certainly going to be the trending topic of the weekend, um, we are going to. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, it's a, I mean, it's a celebrity interview, unlike any. And I guarantee you a large chunk of you listening are probably going to be on the couch Sunday night or at least paying attention. And uh, social media, no doubt, will be all over this interview. Um, I'm going to be popping some popcorn because regardless of the fact that it may or may not involve the president Mm -hmm. of the United States, uh, this particular story has grabbed everybody's attention. It absolutely has. And so just, you know, uh, for those who may be thinking, oh, I didn't know there was going to be Who's an interview. Who's Stormy Daniels? Who's this Stormy Daniels? The interview will be on 60 Minutes on Sunday night. Stormy Daniels, would you like to give a quick primer on who Stormy Daniels is? She's an is? American uh, adult film actress who is linked to 
the president of the United States. And, uh, well, it's complicated. <laughs> and um, but she's got a lot to say. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, has really garnered people's attention. Uh, but what I what I will say is, and I think we're going to talk a little bit about this when we come back. Um because of Me Too, you know, she's not claiming that, you know, he harassed her no. or he, um, you know, sexually assaulted her or anything like that. But in the wake of the Me Too movement, I think her case, uh, her treatment by the media, her treatment by the culture and some would argue, and we'll probably learn more about this on Sunday, her treatment by the president and his attorneys mm-hmm. um, has really, I think, made us pay attention in a different way. I think a lot of us will be watching through different eyes than say we would have like even Monica Lewinsky, mm-hmm. which is kind of a similar story right. from many, many years ago. And I think it really has changed the dynamic of how the world is going to view this particular case. Yeah, especially because there is a non-disclosure agreement involved. And, and that is something we've become more familiar with because of the Me Too movement. So our question is this, given where we are with the Me Too movement, is this a conversation we need to be party to? Or is this just salacious gossip mongering? We're going to noodle through that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1.